The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It is Thursday, the 12th of January, 2012. And uh, Dave, Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. Dude, it's already the second week of January. Like, um, that's 124th of the year gone. Dis- disappeared. Yeah, we gotta start prepare. We gotta start preparing our um, end of the world show for uh, the twenty first of December. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, so, right friends, <laughs> because the world is ending on December twenty first, you know you can just send your money to webmasterradio.fm. We'll take care of it for you, and we'll make sure that you get into um, wherever you shall end up on the twenty second. We guarantee it. Uh, <laughs> this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, joined as always by Dave Davis from Beanstalk SEO. And Dave, we have an incredible show today. A couple days ago, the Twitter, the Twitter world, the social media world, and and you know anyone who's interested in the business in the business end of search marketing lit up like a uh, like a post apocalyptic Christmas tree with the news that your friend and mine, Richard Zwicky has been named chairman of the board at Blue Glass. Now, you know, somebody being named chair of a board or, um, you know, being, being put at the helm of a search marketing company usually isn't big news. But in this case, we're talking about one of the superstar companies in the search marketing world and legitimately one of the superstars of the search marketing world. Um, Blue Glass is that monster company that, uh, you know, just keeps doing stuff that makes the rest of us in the business end of search marketing go, wow, those guys are interesting. And Richard Zwicky, um, his career and his experience speaks for itself. The guys had uh, two spectacular exits from, uh, from, from, from different companies he started. He's got an incredible um, experience with... Uh, the high-end business of search, and, um, well, has just proved a very um, resourceful and remarkable uh, leader in the industry. So we're going to have them on in about 10 minutes. Uh, And, you know, Richard and and Chris Winfield from Blue Glass are going to talk about what Richard's appointment means to both Blue Glass and hopefully to the search marketing industry itself. Now, I know Studio is frantically trying to get the logistics on this interview worked out. Ten minutes before the fact, you got to love live radio. So while while Brasco is uh, you know tearing the remaining his remaining hair out, uh, trying to get Richard and Chris on the line, Dave, it's been a kind of interesting week in the in the world of uh, technology. What uh, I guess the the big news outside of uh, Richard's appointment to Blue Glass has been Google Plus and. Um, you know, 
Google Plus, your life on the web. Uh, what, 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 do you, what do you see about this controversy between Facebook, Twitter, and, and Google over Google Plus's integration in, in uh, Google results? You know, it's it's one of those few times that, to me, I get I get torn um, in in analyzing how they how they've done it. And uh, Danny Sullivan over at Search Engine Land wrote a great piece on you know even when you're logged out, here's how um, you know Google Plus pages are being integrated into the results. And you know, conceivably, there is is legitimacy behind arguments you know that that Facebook may make or or Twitter may make. Uh, a great example he brought up is that the places page is showing. Going up in the um, or not places. Sorry, I was just reading an article on places. Um, the Google Plus profile page for Zuckerberg is showing up over the Facebook profile page, right? Like, <laughs> and and he has no posts on on Google Plus. He's obviously active in in Facebook, right? And that it's it's a clear show of favoritism over legitimacy, right? In in this case, now the way the way I get torn is is over this obligation or, or seeming obligation that, that Google should have um, in showing relevancy because we do rely on them for as a search engine but at the same time my sort of you know business owner sort of mentality of it's theirs <laughs> they, they should have a right to to prioritize as long as it's it's clearly indicated to prioritize specific sets of content over others so I, I get a bit torn I think right now it's it's really early on I mean it, it just launched. Um, and and now all of a sudden we're picking holes in it. Well, of course there's going to be holes. It just launched. But I think if we look towards what this is going to be, will they be integrating in um, other social media um, avenues and things like that? I'm sure they will. Um, if they if they don't want to have a whole litany of of you know uh, monopolistic tendency accusations and and legal issues thrown at them, you know they're going to start integrating that in. This, to me, is, is sort of the first step in the process, and it'll be really interesting to see, to me, more what it becomes rather than this initial reaction, which we've seen Google launch some great search innovation that on step one were catastrophic or, or were just you know, riddled with holes. I mean, we've seen it time and time again. They've done a good job, but it just step one didn't quite work, but it showed us what the intent was, and I have a feeling that's what we're seeing here, and, and we're all jumping in, but... No, I, I want to step back for a sec, Dave, because I've also been reading, um, and, and, you know, I, I, I don't want to be in the position of being a Google apologist. However, <laughs> Google's explanation rings very true to me. Last summer, uh, Twitter themselves agreed not to renew a data sharing agreement that they had with, with Google. Facebook has been at war with Google for about a year now. They've both said, please don't follow our links and don't do deep spidering into our systems. Google very much wants to have social media appearing on the front page of its search results, but it's been told by Twitter and told by Facebook, stay the heck away from our content if you, if you don't mind. So, you know, um, what's, a, what's a Google to do? Well, and it's, I mean, that, that becomes sort of ironic because really if what you want is for Google to not follow, there's this handy little thing called the robots file. <laughs> if or, you really, really don't want them in there. Uh, Google could simply respect the no follow tags that you yourself applied to your links. Yes. Which is exactly, which Google says, that's what we're doing. You know, they're the ones who made this, who made this, 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 this environmental change. We're just reacting to it, but we really do need social data in our stream, and this is where we can get it from. Is that a valid argument? 
Um, I think to certain degrees. I mean, I'm sure if, if you know, Twitter is open. Twitter pages do you know do rank. Facebook is open. Um, it, it becomes a case of could they use that to justify it? Yeah, probably. I mean, this will be a, a decent argument on Google's part. But it is clear from the fact that they haven't started applying. You know, no follower. They haven't started a you know haven't dropped in their robots file to go no block Facebook altogether from Google. That that's not their intent. Um, we've even got one case, and and the case being, um, I think Danny had brought it up of of Britney Spears, where she's clearly thinking through. And one of Google's arguments is, well, we don't have the capacity to fully crawl and understand, you know, which is the real Britney Spears and and this and that. Um, now the the argument that Danny brought up in his in his article on the subject and, and a great article it was highly recommended reading head over to to search engine land and, and give it a peruse is that on her her verified um, Google Plus page she's listed off her other profiles so if we're doing that and connecting these two together okay then then this actually you know Google can now confirm that that these are the same thing um, fact is though Google could counter at this early stage. Um, that they they just haven't built that capacity in for that kind of verification. You know, we know they have on the on the author tag, for example, they could use a similar structure to do this for social media profiles. They just haven't done it yet. So it, it, I think to me this is more an interesting, you know, let's see how this goes over the coming months. Um, and uh, and I don't have confirmed a, a name yet, but it looks like next week we will have somebody from Google on our show who can maybe answer a few of these questions for us directly. Excellent. Excellent. Now, um, I just got a message from Studio. They're, uh, they're hearing some weirdness off of my line. So um, Studio wants us to take a break while they deal with some technical issues. And also, I think when we return, we're going to have Chris Winfield and Richard Zwicky uh, sitting in the, in the virtual studio of Skype with us. So, friends, you're listening to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. We're coming back with uh, Chris Winfield and Richard Zwicky from Blue Glass after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. From the creators of We Build Pages, experience the power of the Internet Marketing Ninja. An exclusively trained army of nearly 100 in-house ninjas. Mastered in the arts of social media, local marketing, content creation, SEO reporting, and yes... Link building. The Internet Marketing Ninjas will release a new version of their legendary tools to the public. Visit imninjas.com. The ninjas are coming. Looking for a white label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrands with a Z for eBrands. 
Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome to the place your competitors get their edge. Jump on it. We're here for you 24-7. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome back to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. We've had a minor lineup change. As it turns out, Chris Winfield is uh, busy promoting a conference series, the Blue, Ga- the Blue Glass Conference in L.A., April 23rd and 24th 20 t- in 2012. Um, replacing Chris in our lineup today is going to be the uh, fabulous, wonderful, brilliant Lauren Baker. He'll- they'll be along in just a moment as... Uh, studio races to complete the myriad of connections we need to complete complete to make this live radio happen. And friends, you got to love live radio because just about anything can happen. Sometimes it's really silly, but you want to hear something even sillier, Dave, because you know I got it. <laughs> What's that, Jim? Comcast. I had the, I, 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 sometimes the world just does things to show how truly absurd it is. Okay? Okay. SOPA. Stop Online Piracy Act. Uh, we've talked about it a number of times. Um, anyone who really understands how the internet works, well, not necessarily being op- being opposed to stopping piracy, it's got to be opposed to SOPA because it it clearly will break the web. Comcast is one of the biggest supporters of SOPA at a corporate level, but its corp it's 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 uh, corporate spokespeople must have been very embarrassed today when. Uh, Comcast tech department said, you know that SOPA thing? We can't comply with it. It's not technically possible for us to do the type of DNA, uh, DNS blocking that SOPA calls for. It's just not technically possible. So this is a case where the right wing doesn't know what its de- tech department's doing. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it, it, you know, I, I like to hear anything that causes problems for this. <laughs> I, 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 I just love these stupid little ironies. And so I was uh, outside of my office today uh, 
uh, just you know thinking about soap and thinking about how legislation gets made. And I, re- I remember that old quote from Winston Churchill that democracy is a lot like so- like watching sausages getting made. <laughs> now everybody loves sausages. I love sausages. You love sausages. Everyone loves sausages. But I'm telling you, you do not want to go to a sausage factory and see the damn stuff getting made because that's just kind of gross. <laughs> well, a lot of legislation is like that, and. I was personally offended uh, hearing or, or reading transcripts of uh, some of the congressional hearings around SOPA where you had senators bragging that they're not geeks. They don't understand how the internet works because they're not geeks, as if being a geek is a really bad thing. Worse than being a geek is being ignorant. But worse than being ignorant is using, is coming from a place of ignorance and passing legislation that affects so many people even though you really admit you don't know what you're doing anyway this is how the chickens come home to roost sopa for at least comcast is just not technically possible i'm gonna love to watch this one play out (laughs) indeed um now speaking of playing out well of sorts bad segue but uh we've got our (laughs) guests I was wondering. I was wondering how we were going to jump to that. We we have got uh, Richard and Lauren joining us here. So, uh, gentlemen, welcome to Webcology. Great to be here. Thanks, Jim, and thanks, Dave. Thanks for having us. Hey guys. Hey, uh, Lauren Baker and uh, Richard Zwicky. Let's. Um, I know we only have a few minutes with you guys. Uh, I, I wish we could have the whole show with you. I want to just dive right in. Um, first of all. To both Richard Zwicky and also to everyone working at Blue Glass. Um, wow. Congratulations. The, the big story this week, at least in the business end of search, was Richard Zwicky has been appointed as the chair of the board of Blue Glass. Um, Richard, just you know, to, 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 to clarify um, um, what this means? What does the chair of the board at Blue Glass do? What, what what's your new roles and responsibilities? Well, uh, thanks, Jim. It's actually really exciting to be here, and I'm down in Tampa with everybody for the week, and we're going through a ton of uh, different things. Um, at its most fundamental, the board chair has one power, and that's to call board meetings. But the reality is this is uh, we're taking this from a little bit larger perspective in terms of helping and assisting the entire executive team of Blue Glass and Blue Glass as a corporation uh, make the next leap. And it's, uh, there's a lot of stuff which is coming down the pipe and that is planned and improvements across the board in the organization and new and exciting things to watch. Well, I remember when I saw the announcement, I think I probably saw it on Facebook first, but shortly after seeing it, I watched Facebook and Twitter just just light up as people started, you know, shooting this back and forth. Richard's been appointed, Richard's been appointed, etc. Lauren, you were there at the very beginning. You're one of the founders of Blue Glass. You've helped build this company. Um, when I saw the announcement, my gut told me this signifies some sort of maturation, both for Blue Glass and for the industry itself. What do you feel about that kind of statement? H- how does that How does that feel? It, um, in many ways, it's uh, pretty reflective of where we're at right now, Jim. So, we're um, as a agency, Blue Glass is almost getting to its two year point. And um, generally, after two years, the business really starts to mature. And over this course of time, 
we've gone through a lot of changes and improvements and fluctuated with the state of the industry as a whole. And like Richard said, right now we are entering a growth phase and bringing Richard on to get us, I guess, from that toddler stage to that budding adolescent teenager stage is the next step <laughs> um, in terms of the business. And he brings the corporate background and fundamentals that are going to really help um, us grow in a sustainable fashion. And, you know, we just, we love, uh, we love having him around. Well, I mean, you can, you can well imagine what guys like me, um, Brasco, uh, Darren from a webmaster radio, you know, we all huddled when we heard this announcement and the big question that just, you know, it's, it's one of those biggest essential, what does this mean? Questions. Um, Richard, given your background and experience, you've um, you've brought a what was at one time a small analytics package made for a local search engine optimization firm. You brought that into being a corporate enterprise level analytics provider. You to do that, you had to go through VC funding. You had to go through um, you know just 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 the, the the craziness of the big end, the high end of the business world. Are you bringing a lot of that experience to the table at Blue Glass? Um, well, inherently, of course. I mean, the reality is that's part of the experience that I bring to the table. But you know, perhaps more important than having raised a fair bit of venture capital and being able to build a, both a company which was designed to service small businesses but also morphing and building a company that was able to serve enterprise needs was the ability to identify and bring together phenomenally talented individuals to work together and build something much bigger than I ever could on my own. And with Blue Glass, you're starting in a position where there already are the, the Lawrence and the Chris's and the Dave's and the Mary's and the Selena's, and you can keep going with all the different names of people who are phenomenal at what they do. And now it's a question of, how do we take it to the next level and the next step? And that's that's really what I love is the team building. And, you know, I've driven a ton of innovation in the past and been fortunate to be able to interact with people like yourself who have helped me spawn ideas and take them and run with them. But the reality of the matter is what I've always really enjoyed is bringing together all those minds and helping everybody make something bigger than ever. And that's what we're looking for here is really that, that potential. Why not why not not just have center of excellence for some of the best minds in the industry and welcome more and more in on an ongoing basis, but build the best in every single way. Now, um I, I, I'm actually I'm on, on the blueglass.com slash team page. And I was going to read off a whole list of names, but to be honest, if I was to read off the list of the superstars you have at Blue Glass, I would be probably taking the rest of the time for this segment. Um, it's, uh, it is a who's who of folks who've accomplished stuff in this industry, and some of the nicest people in the industry, too. Um, but it's also a who's who of some pretty alpha personalities. I can imagine um, what the table, the, uh, the, the, the conference table looks like on any given day in Blue Glass. And um, is there another, I, I guess the, the ultimate question is, is there, is there another reorg coming down the, coming down the, the pipe? 
Well, you know, it's it's funny that you make that comment because before I had the we had the first board meeting uh, yesterday, and uh, you know, there was a large group around the table, and a couple of people made comments to me. Oh, you're going to need, you know, wear, wear your wear your hockey gear. You're going to have to deal with a lot, and it was <laughs> one of the smoothest, nicest, most polite, most respectful board meetings I've participated in in a long time, and it's because. Yeah, people have accomplished a lot and done a lot and should be proud of everything they've done. But the reality is they're very nice people who are absolutely dedicated to making each other successful, and that's bigger than themselves. And there's that recognition. Well, yeah, and uh, absolutely. When you, when, you, when you look at these people and anyone who's had the, uh, the privilege of, of working with any of these people or, or even just sitting and talking with them... Um, Thinking of like Dax Herrera or uh, Greg Bozer, um, uh, 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 Andrew Norcross, etc. I mean, these are professionals. These are these are good folks, and they've been around the block a number of times. They understand the industry, and part of that understanding is, and these three names in particular that I just read off have always seemed to know where to be next. You know, we live in we work and live in a very dynamic environment. And again, one of the one of the great strengths of all of you at Blue Glass is you've always known where to step next. And I'm going to ask a open ended question, which you got to put your crystal ball hat on. Where is the industry stepping next? What are you guys looking at as the thing you have to have to nail down, have to have to be the masters of? Our next goals in terms of where we're going from a service perspective definitely be, and I think you can probably see this a little bit from people like Andrew Norcross joining the team, is getting into more of the content marketing and public publishing realm where you see a cross-pollination of search and social kind of merging together and bringing on those common goals, whether it be through the transitions that we're seeing at Google with Google Plus and the new uh, personalized search experience that Google's rolling out, uh, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, is still you get to be seen. And, you know, also what we're seeing being in Facebook and Internet marketing as a whole going. I mean, right now we're talking about viable media, whether it be Facebook ads, uh, Twitter, uh, sponsored tweets, uh, or trends as much as we're integrating um, organic into a lot of our client strategies. So, you know, we're really seeing a convergence of multiple disciplines, um, all kind of going to one end goal. To get that same benefit that we were doing years back, whether it was a different tactic, whether it was on-page optimization at the time or, you know, building link strategies, now we're getting a lot more into what, you know, honestly, we've been practicing for years, whether it be um, content marketing, um, you know, social promotions, or, or really building strong strong relationships between our clients and, you know, influencers out there on the market. We're seeing that to be much more effective across the board and a key differentiator between what we can do with the companies that we work with and what their competition is doing. You know, John... Over the oh, years, everybody's always used the mantra that content is king, and nobody's ever disproved that. 
the internet is all about getting to the right content in front of the person who wants and needs it as quickly as possible. And online marketing has always just, you know, started off as being very simple um, and has continually grown more complex with more channels, more strategies, more tools, more abilities, and that's not going to stop. But the, but it fundamentally, it's all about being the absolute best in terms of creating the content, tuning the content to the customer's needs, and making sure that the right content gets in front of the right person. And Blue Glass is not and never been limited to just looking at it from one way to get it done, but it's always looked at what's the right way to get it done. And I don't look at Blue Glass as being limited to one channel or one area. In fact, it will spend every single channel to make sure that its customers get the best possible visibility for the necessary content out there. Is there? I guess. I guess. I know. I know you both have a, have a lot to do today, and we we did agree to a twenty minute interview, so I'm not going to keep you guys much longer. Um, but I have one more question, and um, again, this is one of those where if you can't answer it, whatever, that's cool. I I, I totally get that. But in uh, in one sentence or 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 less, um, what's the big goal for Blue Glass in 2012? What's 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 the main focus? The goal. What do you, what do you want to achieve in 2012? Yeah, no, I mean that's uh, there's so many goals. Quite honestly, Jim, <laughs> even if I said uh, if I gave you a list of the ones, which one is dominant yet? None. The the dominant is increased and continued growth and strength and value delivered to the clients. And there's those can all be broken into components. But it's very much driven around, and the whole goal of the company is just all around value delivered. Well, I uh, if uh, I, I, I think again, given the lineup, and you can't say enough about Blue Glasses, Blue Glasses uh, in-house lineup. Um, I think it's given value is kind of a given. Now, if people want to learn more about about Blue Glass, <laughs> if people want to learn more about Blue Glass or how to speak English. Um, or learn a lot more about the search marketing industry itself and the direction that some of the leading professionals in the industry are thinking. There's Blue Glass LA, the conference that's coming up in Los Angeles, April 23rd and 24th. Now, I had actually, I, I, before, before we went on air, I understand tickets went on sale like this morning and you're almost sold out. Is, is that true? Uh, they went on sale, I believe, at 2 Eastern time. Correct me if I'm wrong, Lauren. And I unfortunately, I've been on this phone. I haven't had a chance to look at where the count is, and I think Lauren's also been tied up. But I hear it's been very active. Well, okay, friends. Uh, Blueglass.com slash conferences slash LA. If you want to go to this conference, go there now. I mean, this is this is this is uh, crazier than Ticketmaster. Get there now before they're all sold out. Um, you're going to learn a lot. You're going to meet some great people, and uh, your webmaster radio staff can tell you the Blue Glass conferences are absolutely worth attend- attending. Richard Zwicky, new chair of the board at Blue Glass, and Lauren Baker, uh, one of the founders at, at Blue Glass. Um, gentlemen, thank you so much for spending time with us on Webcology today. Thank you, Jim. And uh, friends, that was uh, Lauren Baker and Richard Zwicky of Blue Glass. We're all going to be watching this company to see what happens next. 
And I know that in studio, they're watching the clock, because what's supposed to happen next here is a commercial break, which we're going to be going to right now. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. You're listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. Stay tuned. We're coming back with some more fun after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Now you can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on the go from anywhere. Look for WebmasterRadio.fm on TuneIn. Available for download on your iPhone, iPad, BlackBerry, Android, Palm, Samsung, and Windows Phone. As well as Google TV, Yahoo TV, and Roku. Tune in to WebmasterRadio.fm on the go from anywhere by downloading TuneIn right now. WebmasterRadio.fm. We really are everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. That was an extended break, but this is live radio, and you just got to love technical difficulties. Um... So this is uh, Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, and we're back by telephone as opposed to Skype. Um, and uh, that we just finished our segment with Richard Swicky and Lauren Baker from Blue Glass, leaving us um, to sort of wing it for the next 20 minutes. Um, Dave, have you seen uh, Search Engine Watch yet today? Uh, have you glanced yeah. in Search Engine Watch? Have you Miranda Miller's article? The uh, regular points of contact. Uh, did you see Miranda's article? Miranda Miller's article. Now, uh, there's, of course, a few. The Search Industry Call to Arms article. Search Industry Call to Arms. SOPA, yes. Keywords Not Provided, and Lying SEOs by Miranda Miller, January 12, 2012. And somebody at Owens Howe decided to load herself up for bear this morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great piece, and I'm actually strongly recommend anybody who's listening right now, either to the live cast or to the podcast, go check it out. Um, again, search industry called arms, SOPA, keyword not provided, and lying SEOs. And 
Well, we could talk for over an hour on any one of these subjects. The meta subject I want to talk about is what feels like um, a time of uh, 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 uncertainty in our industry days. Um, and I'm not used to that. I'm actually used to us being the smartest kids in the room and having all the answers. Right now, it feels like we're not quite sure what's going to happen next. The number of different uh, conditions in the ecosystem that feel like they're changing rapidly and there's not a lot of control we have over it. It's, you know, it's, it's true to certain degrees, although it's, it's funny because we can reflect back and, and if we go to a, a favorite topic of mine and yours in a, in a cringing kind of way, but if we reflect back to even something like the, the Florida update right, or something like that, it, it became clear even at those points that... Um, even when we perceived that we had control, <laughs> even when we perceived that we understood what was what was about to happen and, and what's going on, um, you know, the, the carpet can be pulled out from under you at a, at a moment's notice with an update or with, um, you know, in this case, you know, legislation, things like that. And it's almost interesting because a lot of these issues are issues like SOPA and, and like dealing with legislation that the engines themselves have had to contend with for years. Um, and now all of a sudden these things come up. But, um, you know, we've got SOPA, which is a huge issue, rightfully so. Uh, you know, people entrenched in their camps as they should be. But one of, uh, you know, a favorite topic of yours and I is, is, is net neutrality. And we've gone on a different mm-hmm. item, and I won't bore our listeners with the details yet again today. I'm sure I will again in the future. But, you know, there, there have been some, some critical legal issues we've had that I would put on par with SOPA, maybe, you know, in, in the same camp of importance anyway, and we can debate which one's more important or not. But um, So I don't know that all these things are the first time, but it definitely is a, a real period of, of flux. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, there's, there's some great points, and that, that article is, is wonderful. And, and David Harry, I think, made some, some great comments, your friend and mine, um, towards the not provided point, things like that, which is it's not that we're losing something, it's that we're actually gaining new data. It's all in how we interpret it. So we're definitely mm-hmm. having to advance our own brains much more rapidly. We have to never become entrenched. We have to never think we're right kind of angle. And I think that may have been what you were touching on is we've gone from this period where we could constantly sort of flow along and go, hey, you know, I, I know what I'm doing. I'm a great SEO. I can just do this to having to constantly, constantly be paying attention and adjusting and going, I lost something. How do I gain? What can I gain? Right. And, you know, how do I serve my clients when, when this all of a sudden goes away or when this changes or, you know, Panda, you know, 8.4.32 launches or something, right? <laughs> and, you know, I have to go to, to adjust, you know, how do we react? And it, it is a real period of flux. But I think for those of us, um, you know, you've been in the industry longer than I have. And, and I've been here for a decade. Um, I, I think it's, it's a the people that have that advantage, and we were just chatting with two of them just a few minutes ago, um, that have that advantage or, or people newer but who are looking back at some of the changes, you know, look back through those timelines of, of change in algorithmic updates and, and even legal changes or patents, um, look back through those and get a real understanding of what what does this flux mean, what were the adjustments we were making as we've gone along. And I think you know, there's almost a certain calm that comes from having seen so much, and it's definitely speeding up how fast these updates are, are taking place and how fast these changes are, are being implemented. Um, but a lot of them at the end of the day, if you've survived a few in the past, <laughs> you sort of know, okay, from everything that's a problem, I can take something more. Or from everything that's a problem, the engine better learn from it like they did with Florida. Um, yeah. 
and, and you know, they'd better adapt, and we need to know when not to adapt, and we need to know when to adapt, and, and things like well, that. Well, there's, so. there's a couple powerful names you, you, you invoked in that, in, in that paragraph. Um, one of them was Florida, very powerful name, and the other was David Harry. Um, one of the reasons I love David's opinion so much is he's always the guy who sees that, you know, a rising tide floats all boats. Similarly, a lowering tide lowers all boats, the point being we're all in it together. David always sees that. He always, he always seems to find that angle. Um, brilliant. It's a, a voice of reason and calm. Now, the cool thing, and I'm glad you mentioned Florida. Um, for me, Florida was amazing because Florida made my career. Really, that, that was such a significant update at such a time when the company we were working for, Stepforth, was just going through its own maturation phase. And then Florida hit, and we were the guys who you know, were among the folks who had the answers. So that, you know, propelled us forward. And that's just a quick note to um, people who are newer to the industry. Change is opportunity. Um, when Google makes an update, when Bing comes out with, like, new tools, when uh, Twitter and Facebook get their um, collective pants in a knot because Google's treating them slightly differently, well, that means opportunity for us because we're the people who are supposed to study the environment and explain it to our clients. Um, or use our knowledge of the environment to propel our own efforts forward. Um, so change is a good thing. But, again, some of this legislative change, uh, SOPA in particular, just seems, well, it, 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 it not only invites, it necessitates people who actually understand how the Internet works from one angle or another, be it technically or from a search perspective to speak up, to, to contact the representatives, the congresspeople, or if you live outside of the United States, contact your MP and ask them to contact a congressperson. Indeed, and it doesn't just stay within the realm of, of who's being directly affected, because those properties that are, you know, that we all visit every day, a lot of them, even for those of us outside uh, the United States, a lot of them are, are U.S.-based uh, companies. And so well, it will affect if you have a dot com and I know you do. I do. <laughs> that is that is subject directly to US law. Mm -hmm. That's not a Canadian thing. Your dot com is not owned by a Canadian registrar. It's owned by an American registrar who they themselves are subject to American law. Yeah. So SOPA directly affects you. Yep. Yeah. Oh I know. And probably most of our listeners. Um, yeah. Now okay. interestingly Interestingly, this has been going around Twitter uh, while the show was on, so you, you mightn't have seen this yet. One of the authors of SOPA himself, Sen uh, Senator Lamar Smith from Texas, has been caught doing copyright violation on his website. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know you're trolling around trying to get someone like Smith on the show, so I hope that, doesn't, I hope that this revelation on air doesn't blow it. In, in case it does, it's all over the web, folks. Like, really. More people are reading it than are listening to this show. You've got a bigger problem than us. So you should come to us and explain it. We've all got to love irony. Um, especially when it comes from an love opposing irony. Again, this is how the right wing doesn't know what the tech department's doing. Right. Oh, it drives me crazy. Indeed. Now, we were chatting just, just a, a moment ago on a topic I need to cover while, while we're on the show here, and I'll probably do it repeatedly. Um, we were talking about, you know, those of us in the know, and, and I think we can unequivocally um, include our, our producer here and, and, and awesome engineer Brasco in the list of people who know. 
um, what's going on. So, uh, and and for our listeners who who have enjoyed this and and the many other shows on on Webmaster Radio, um, I'm going to implore you to head over to shortyawards.com/slash/brasco/wmr b r a s c o w m r Brasco's app. He's been nominated for a Shorty Award in uh, in radio. And the guy's got to win. I mean, I don't know anybody who's worked harder um, for for radio than uh, than our producer Brasco. So, just wanted to put that plug in. I've tweeted it out. Um, vote early, vote often, and uh, and let's get him an award. Um, yeah, let's make sure way, we got that through before the end of the show. Uh, Shorty.com slash Brasco. What's the URL again? Jim, just to make sure that it's right. Jim, I'll jump in there. Shortyawards.com forward slash. Brasco WMR, there's a couple of reasons why you should go. Number one, I was in 15th place, now I'm in 20th. Number two, Whoa. you can actually... No, but here's the best part. This is a good thing. Uh, for anybody that's ever wanted to see what I look like, I have a YouTube video up there. I even have two of them actually uh, on our own YouTube channel, Webmaster Radio FM. But on the that Shorty Awards page we just gave out, there is a video of me pleading for votes. Hey, you want some boats? There's got to be video of you riding that boat, that electric boat in New York City. Yeah, that's already online. People already can find that. That'll get your boats, my friend. That'll get your boats. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was right, awesome. A um, couple other things just to uh, to touch in on here from from this week before. I guess we've only got a couple minutes left here in our show because of that is, um, extended uh, extended break, but. Um, you brought up a great article on Search Engine Watch. Um, another one that I think is is worth reading, and, and just wanted to give it a quick mention is uh, today over there they've got an article written by your friend Blast from the Past, Garrett French, um, is uh, has, has written a great article on uh, broken link building for content promotion. Oh, Quite a cool. good article. Really, it's it's uh, it's an article on well, he discusses it as link rot. Um, where you know links have just they, they've been coming into pages that have disappeared, this that the other thing, and, and some methods for recovering these. Um, and I will say, as somebody who engages in in many and, and a few other strategies that, that he doesn't isn't able to get into in this article, but in sort of correcting this problem and, and viewing it more as an opportunity, um, definitely definitely worth uh, a worthwhile read for. I'm actually just at the Search Engine Watch front page, and, you know, I think there's a lot of writers who have been sitting on stuff over the Christmas break, <laughs> and they're just getting it all out now, because, uh, let's check that Search Engine Watch, amazing front page today. Let's check out Search Engine Land, see what we got. By the way, while we're on the subject of Search Engine Watch, uh, yesterday, Mike Grehan was promoting an article on how search engines work. And, yeah, uh, folks. Read that article. Read the white paper that goes with that article. It's like, for my company, it was required reading yesterday, and yes, there is a test on it. Um, highly recommended. How search engines work. I mean, you'd think every SEO should know this. Well, there's stuff I didn't know when I was reading it, and I've been doing this for like 12 or 13 years. Um, okay, so I'm over at Search Engine Land. Great front page today. Wow, let's check out, uh, let's check out uh, Search Engine Journal, Lauren's paper. <laughs> so really, today is a day that you need to hit up all your media points. Um, one thing I, I want to touch on as well before we uh, before we let go, because it has something to do with what we were chatting about earlier, um, is Twitter crying a foul against Google. Um, searches for at WWE, which Twitter would would you know, claim is is a search for somebody's Twitter profile. Um, Twitter is actually coming in in the number three position, but Google has one of those sort of massive 
uh, or, or the WWE themselves, WWE.com, has one of the you know, extended um, descriptions with, with multiple links in it. So it ends up coming in below the fold, the actual Twitter uh, you know what? Just for fun, go over to Bing and do the exact same search and see what you get. Danny, yeah, well, exactly. Danny even Sullivan less relevant. Pointing things. out over and over and over again. We jump yeah, on and Google. then so yeah, I, I almost feel sorry for Google here because they get this like they're horrible. No, <laughs> no, they're not. They're actually doing a very good job as an engine in, in this call. Um, they've ordered things. I would say fairly. Um, fairly clearly, of course, we've got the the uh, plus pages over on the right-hand side, but uh, basically it goes from the WWE website to Wikipedia to Twitter. Uh, to me, that's, that's uh, you know, Twitter's arguing no. it, but I'll bet the WWE isn't. So, and, and at the end of the now, day, this is over, this is over on, uh, this is over on Google, right? Yeah. Perform the same search on Bing, see what happens. Yeah, they come in, uh, where did they come in? This is actually uh, done. Yeah, they're, I don't even think they're on the first page of Bing. I'm sorry, where do you see them? I don't even see them. Now that's from well, where okay. I am. So who's cancer in and out over what with whom? Like, well, that's it. It's Twitter, and they're claiming Google, Google isn't, uh, really? isn't matching it, but um, that's where I would argue Google's doing a fine job here. I, I think as far as if I was running that search, yeah, I might be looking for Twitter, but I'm not going to be upset when I actually land at the company's website, although I can click through there and get to Twitter. You're looking for something and like you don't get Twitter results first? <laughs> um, so, I mean, kind of in a weird way, almost I understand their justification because the at symbol was ahead of the query. Some might say that indicates that it is a... a search for Twitter specifically. Um, You know, I I think these search results are fine. I think they're going to land you where you want to go anyway. It's like a direct, a good directory um, ranking for, um, you know, a a specific type query. Well, it may not be the destination I'm trying to go to, but it's still a fine result as long as the listings themselves that it provides are are solid, like say a Yahoo directory page or something. Well, I'm still going to get to the information I want. It'll just be a little indirectly. Indeed. Indeed. Okay, how are we doing for time? Oh, my goodness. It's, I can't believe it. It's 2.59. I know. Uh, okay. Oh, hold on. Oh, that's kinda, nope, that's an old note that says one minute. Uh, so I suppose we're probably out of time. And, uh, I think so. Hit us <laughs> so to save Dave from being hit, because I'm too fast for all this, um, <laughs> this is Jim Hedger on the, from Digital Always Meeting and Dave Davies from Talk SEO. You've been listening to Webcology on webmasters.fm for Thursday, January the 12th, 2012. Next week, we're aiming to get some Google on air to answer a bunch of pressing questions, but we'll be kind. We promise Google will be kind. Um, but we've got more great content coming up on webmasterradio.fm, so friends, stay tuned, and we'll talk to you next week. Affiliate marketing is...